Blackwell Roundtable. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Roundtable. I'm Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And it's Valentine's Day. Woot, woot. Ooh, ah, love, feelings, emotions. Diamonds, pearls. (laughs) Materialism. (laughs) Material quirk. What was I just about to say? (laughs) Material, material quirk. (laughs) Well, we hope everybody is having a good Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, solo girl times day, whatever flavor of that you are celebrating. As long as it's not Valentine's Day, as some of y'all oh my gosh. feel the urge to say. Please. It's an end, y'all. It's an end. I love a mispronunciation as much as the next person. I love how all Black dads insist on calling Target Target. It's one of my favorite things. I want to know who started that. It's like, like a who? sickness. I I'm think once you like... Somebody black kind of start that. Somebody black started it because I've been hearing it my entire life, and I'm like, who came up with this? My dad loves that. He'd be like, I'll be like, where you at? He'd be like, oh, I'm just running to Target. He'd be like, ooh, you go in the Target? No, I'm going to Target. No. Jacques Pinay. (laughs) (laughs) Silliness. But it's a good time. Yeah. But it's an N in that word, Valentine's. I'm just like, y'all don't see these things spelled out? Right, on a card? Well, tune in on the next episode of our Dictionary Podcast, but make sure y'all get that that <laughs> right now. Yes, I'm buying everybody a, a, a dictionary for Christmas. So good. <sighs> right. <laughs> get a dictionary for Valentine's Day. Some of y'all need to... You ain't got your man a gift and he a little slow? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Or a thesaurus, whichever one you mm-hmm. prefer. But anyway, we'll we'll let you continue your leapfrog shopping another day, and we will move right along to what's trending. Um, so let's talk about the Grammys, which just passed. Um, so a lot of you probably have already seen that the twenty twenty three had to remember what year we were in. Um, Grammys just concluded, and there were a lot of wins and some losses that should have been wins uh let's start off with the positive so um first and motherfucking foremost beyonce giselle knows carter is now the most grammy awarded artist in history yes <laughs> unique Air horns inserted is what you are Category bad bitch, you are the bar. That's right. Bad bitches to the left, money bitches Ugh. to the right. You can yes. be both. Meet in the Meet middle, in the middle, dance all night. Think that how many total is it now? Is it 31, 32? I, I don't want to talk about Beyonce tickets just for all of you to be updated. We don't have them. And shout out to the girls who are really struggling with being on the wait list right now. We're not going to keep commiserating in the misery but just know it hurts and i see you and if you're a black femme it's anti-black it's misogynistic and during black history month i'm assaulted and Ticketmaster count your days yep i'm it's back to hop cool. on the lawsuit with the swifties really? because right. what <clears throat> but anyway 
<sighs> but yes, congratulations to the queen. You deserve yes. all that and more. We'll get to that. But how yes. Many, how many total? Uh, is it 30. 31 or 32? 32, I think. 32. 32. Yes. So that was definitely a bright spot in the award show. Um, Money Long is now a Grammy Award winner for Ooh. Best R&B Performance for Hours and Hours. Um, and I, <laughs> not to be greedy, but Virgo's Groove was in that category. And I just, I, I, I wanted it, but I'm not mad that Money got her first. Um, yeah, Grammy. like I'll let, I'll let her have it, but like I was like, it was some other heavy hitters in that category right. where I was like, yeah. ah. but I'm never going to hate on a black woman, woman, woman winning. So right. good for money. Um, I mean, it was a good night for black women. Like, Oh yeah. Compared to other Grammy seasons. I will say that. I mean, Lizzo won record of the year for um, it's about damn time, which I think was very well deserved. Um, what else? Kendrick Lamar won for best rap album. So there were some some definitely some some big wins. But I think the biggest one that we want to address, the elephant in the room, is album of the year. Yeah. And I will tell you, this will be the last year the Grammy will get any of my time, attention, and energy because once again, yeah. Beyonce has been snubbed for album of the year. And it went to Harry Styles for Harry's House. Mm-hmm. even if it didn't as much like obviously I believe Beyonce should have won but even if it didn't go to her the other people who were nominated had far better albums than this like <laughs> what I'll say this the only person who and I think we said this when we did our, our like pre-Grammy episode um where asha and i had done that recap and i think we said it on there the only person i would who could have won it and i would have like not felt no type of way was bad bunny exactly exactly i would have been like begrudge it but i've been like at least it was good because it would have been understandable and bad bunny like bad bunny is shaking the table right now what did we say like the bunny the bunny whatever the hell the rabbits yes like right yeah yeah. five and rabbits let us band together, together. Not name. <laughs> and, whoop, and, whoop, and whoop their asses because what? that's what but i've been online like reading some of the discourse on tiktok and that's what everybody is saying everybody's saying beyonce should have won and if she was gonna lose to anybody it should have been bad bunny and vice versa people are saying oh bad bunny should have won because what i didn't know what i learned bad bunny is the most streamed artist ever oh like yes the, the go girl, ahead the girls, let me tell you something. Especially I, mean, I love me Florida. some Bad Bunny, but damn. No. The <laughs> girls go up for Bad Bunny. He tickets sold out. People falling out yeah. at the concerts. I've know, seen the videos for, of the concert, so I can believe it. And for him to be openly queer, like it's it it's a lot. It's a it's a he's doing a lot. That and let's put it in this perspective. Let's think of how large south america is and how many and the caribbean is and how many spanish-speaking countries he touches that's true that is very true when you when you think of it like that you're like yeah he who i'm not getting in an argument with is the bad bunny fans 
And from a musical perspective, the music slaps. I was at the, his performance at the Grammys was one of the best ones. I was in there. Mm-hmm. Right, don't know what we talk about, but I'm vibing. Me and my I'm mom having a great time. I was like, "Ooh, the horns!" I said, "I know, girl, right?" I didn't know what that man was saying, but I was no, up we out of it. Vibing, good time, great time. I had a great time. Was moving my oh, hips, yeah. okay? And he did that joint album that I listen to all the time again. Mm-hmm. But yes, so but I, I wouldn't have been mad if Bad Bunny want it because again i think it's just about like what do these people represent for the culture and like the way that beyonce is just a representative of like it's twofold so number one like she should have won because she's absolutely representation of like being a black woman from i'm not gonna say like poor but certainly like very just like humble average beginnings and like really working and respecting your craft and I think she's a representation of of the notoriety and the accolades that a lot of black women who came before her should have been receiving like for all of the accolades we give Michael Jackson I think Janet deserves just as much and we don't give that to her and that's a little wild to me um I have died on this hill for a long time um I think y'all gave, and people have said this before too. I'm not the first person or the only person that said this, but definitely someone that's like screaming into the abyss with others. Y'all gave that queen of pop title to Madonna undeservingly. If you ask me who the king and queen of pop is, I'm telling you that they're siblings. When it comes to impact, when it comes to sound and, and who has raised up others to do the same janet jackson is the reason why we have sonically what we have now and performance wise what we have now the girls were not dancing like jan like janet jackson until janet jackson the visuals were not there until janet jackson and her brother was only one person on this earth who could stand on stage with michael jackson and and steal the show and get attention and it was Janet. And the way y'all don't don't be respecting that, and then and again, just again, misogyny at play. But you know, yeah, we don't. People are like, oh my God, Michael Jackson revolutionized dance, and the, the but so did Janet, and she's right. still here. The Pleasure Principle music video. Yeah, we don't talk. About, we don't talk about that don't, enough. We don't talk about it enough as a community. We don't talk about the pleasure. We talk about control a lot, but I'm like. The p- pleasure principle. Mm-hmm. The way it's like even rhythm, rhythm yeah, nation, like through, mm-hmm. yes, rhythm nation. Like yeah. y'all, li- y'all like it, but y'all don't love it the way we need to be. Like <laughs> we are a part of a yeah. nation. Yeah, I'm just saying. And again, y'all talking about like Madonna and Vogue. Madonna co-opted that from Black and Brown Spaces. Madonna can't sing, nor can she dance. What are we talking about? And she can't act either. So, yeah, I think that y'all get, and I'm I'm ready for her to get her lifetime achievement award, and for her to get her whatever like the 30th anniversary is for whatever she got uh, for one of the songs. They need to really go up for Janet Jackson, and when I mean go up, I mean really, really go up. It, the girls need to put in yeah. work. Yeah, and I think that. And like, and circling back to Beyonce on that same topic is just like, 
for her to not win album of the year this year, I think it's just really a representation of like, as a black woman, you can be the best. You can literally be the best to ever do it. The best person who has ever done it. And it's still not going to be good enough. Yep. Yep. And that is wild to me. It just never, like, how are you going to be like, this is the most decorated person in the music industry, but you ain't went album of the year. Like, that, what? Yeah. What? And and when somebody really broke it down, she has only ever beat a white artist out for a Grammy seven times out of those 32 Grammys. And the fact that Taylor Swift has won album of the year three times, Taylor Swift has won album of the year three times. And Beyonce hasn't ever... You have got to be kidding me. What are we talking about? I'm like, I completely understand why Kanye jumped on the stage. Like, y'all was really playing. Because what are you, what are you talking about? Okay. And Kanye, you better soak this moment up because I won't give it to you often. When you hopped up on that stage, you want wrong. Nope. Incorrect execution. White girl tears me all day. I think Taylor Swift lived. I like, oh, she was so embarrassed. She was so embarrassed. Yes, maybe, maybe, yes. But like, it absolutely did. Now, I won't take away from Taylor. I think she has a decent voice and the girl can write the hell out of a song. Yes. She's a great writer, but she absolutely capitalized off of the privilege being, you know, a conventionally attractive white girl in a situation where she was bullied, you know, got her. And I'm not mad at you for that, but we're going to call a spade a spade. Yeah, let's just call a thing a thing. Let's call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and same for Harry Styles. Ooh. And say, things like this, this don't happen to people like me. Uh, let's break it down. First of all, to the Heronators, let's get it out the way. Since we naming everybody's fandom. I don't know, the, the Heronites, whatever y'all want to call yourselves. <laughs> the the Harry's House, I've listened to Harry's House. It was a good album. I don't think Harry Styles is a bad artist by any means. And I think we've said this in the past before. Decent voice, good team around him, and an okay performer. I think he's got a great career ahead of him. And in two, three albums from now, if he wants to win album of the year, as long as it's deserved, I'm not mad at that. I wouldn't even have been mad, and I'm sure he did sweep up another Grammy in another category somewhere. Um, Like, I think for, like, Song of the Year, there was a couple that we had talked about where I was like, as it was, is actually a very good song. And I wouldn't be mad if if he scooped up a Grammy for that. Um, But for it to beat Bad Bunny's album and for it to beat Renaissance, you have got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me on production, on vocal arrangement, on vocal performance, like, you're not going to... If they have, in terms of awards, if there's a qualifying and quantifying scale in terms of what they deem should be an album of the year, then Harry's House should simply have not been album of the year. Nominated? Sure. Fine. Whatever. You can have your nomination. But to win it to be classified as album of the year and i feel like even he was like oh shit this is happening like this is happening like if you look at his face when it happened when they announced it he didn't look happy that it happened he just was like oh god he was like oh shit 
I just feel like he's one of those people that they are like trying to push down our throats. Like, like him, like him, and it's like, he's all right, fine. like he's we can, fine. but like, stop, stop. Like, I like him more than I like Justin Bieber. Own merit, and that's enough. And I think y'all doing the same thing that y'all were trying to do to black women um, at like peak Taylor Swift time. Y'all mm. did not understand what we were like. She's just okay to us. We just we know what's mediocre, what's powerhouse. Beyonce really ascended into the air while sustaining one of the most beautiful riffs I have ever heard. I have never and fireworks shot from the sky, and y'all be like, "Ah, I just really don't like Beyonce like that. Like it makes no sense. I have never seen. At least I'll give Harry the benefit of the doubt of saying I've seen his concert like clips go viral. I ain't never seen a Taylor Swift clip. Ever. She played her little guitar. I liked country western Taylor a bit better than I like pop Taylor. But again, the girl makes good music. She writes really good songs. Yeah. And I'm not mad that she has I'm not even mad that she got a a Grammy for album of the year. Not mad at that. Does she need to have three when Beyonce Hell has Hell no. No. I can't. Absolutely. You're telling me she came. I, I, how many albums does she have? Because if you ask me, I'm going to tell you she only had three. Taylor Swift got like five or six. She be putting See. out music. See? Yeah. See? Nope. Again, I'm not, I'm not discrediting Taylor Swift. But what I'm not going to do is what the Swifties do. She's all right. Now, it is, it baffles me that she be selling out stadiums. Exactly. <laughs> I have questions. Harry Styles sells out a stadium. All right. That makes sense to me, at least. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> Adele sell out a stadium. Fine. She going to sing the house down for two I'll hours. Sing the house down. But you know, okay, Jennifer Lo- even Jennifer Lopez, she's not gonna sing, which we will get to that. Um, but she, I was you know, just about to say that video. Hmm. But she gonna, you know, jiggle and jive. Yes, at least she'll <laughs> dance or so, like right. something. Right, she'll do a let's get loud. Hey. That's enough. That's a, and the sad thing is that is enough for me. That's you plenty. Did, you did your hits and you called it a night. You danced a little. We had fun. The costumes were great. Outfits mm-hmm. were wonderful. Waiting for tonight. Yep. We'll have our little oons oons music. You know. Yeah, like yep. stay in your lane. I'm not gonna say you wanna sell out a stadium. Maybe Jennifer a Lopez arena. I can see how Jennifer Lopez could sell out a stadium. I'm not going. I can't. But I understand why other people I was in Vegas one time. I can't remember what hotel I was in, but it was literally a, like, mile-long line to get into one of her shows. And I just was like, for Jennifer Lopez? Okay. I'm not coming. But but I know the show was good, Mm -hmm. and I know that you had fun. Yeah, her, her so Super performance like, a couple years ago was pretty good. So. Now, tsh, unpopular appearance, Shakira ate you the fuck up. Well, oh, yeah. She ate, she ate you the fuck up. Yeah. She ate your ass the fuck up. <laughs> she, that and, then they played, 
Yeah. And then they played the clips. They was like, oh, she was mad that she not doing it by herself. Honestly, you could have left. And you could have you could have given me some more Shakira because she ate you the fuck <laughs> up. Okay. Yeah. She hit her little hips and then she played the guitar. She did her little shimmy shake and she ate you up. Now Shakira sells at a stadium. I might go. Now that, yeah. Shakira, Shakira. Shoot. She could literally sing that song seven times, and I would be like, "All right, no fighting, no fighting." Okay, now unpopular opinion, she wolf. That's my shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shakira got the hit. I wouldn't even care. Now. If I were to see Beautiful Liar live, mm-hmm. I would truly ascend. Oh, I just oh, need them to do it once. I will. That was a great collab. I don't know whose idea that was. It was brilliant. But I'm glad you did it. Yeah. But Jenny, yeah. Shakira. Mm. Just stop Honestly, doing Shakira. Stop doing Motown. Um, stop doing Motown tributes. Okay. Um, so yeah, in conclusion, Grammys put some respect on Beyonce's name. Harry, yes, but just not right now. And also, like, check all of your fucking privilege immediately Please. because that's one strike and you only get two. Ooh, one um, more, one more. We forgot. Viola Davis is next. Oh, yes. And she got. Check that off the bingo card. We are psychic. If you remember, we said that. Viola was getting her EGOT this year and, and she, she did. did. We are psychic. She, I love that she went up there and was like, I, I EGOT it. I said, yes, you did, girl. You, you eat it. <laughs> Listen, I, I love Viola. In my bones, I knew it was going to happen. Love Viola. So happy for her. And so it's her, Whoopi, and who else? I think Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Love that, love that, love that, love that. Beyonce, you're up next, girl. <laughs> you got the Grammy. You got the. Does she have an Oscar? I think for best original song. Um, I she was nominated, but I don't know if she. I don't think she won. Okay, that's in the bag, girl. Get in the stew. You got that. Yeah, you about to say, but you can do egos. This you can do like give you a school five to ten years. You can do egot, easy. Yeah, she got that. And, and for the and for Tony. the T for for Tony, you just have to be an executive producer of a um of a, a award of a Tony winning show. There you go, boom, you got. Listen, and I see yeah. it. I think she's got an Emmy. She might. She got an Emmy for Homecoming. Oh well, then yeah. Oh, two were are two away. Did Beyonce win an Emmy? Yep. Uh. All right, well, on that lovely note, we are going to take a short break and we will be back with something you need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update and it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. All 
All right, y'all, we are back with something y'all need to hear. And we're talking about love today. It's Valentine's Day. I mean, well, it will be Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day season, the season of love. Um, if you're celebrating like a special someone, a significant other, if you're married, you know, with your little, or, you know, you've got a few situationships, your sugar daddy, or just your girlfriends, your homegirls. Your homeboys, your home days, you know what I'm saying? The homies. Um, or are you celebrating along? You're doing the self-love thing, you're vision boarding, you know. You you might be, as we like to call DJing, you know, icky icky on the <laughs> on the on the mic, you know, on the ones and twos. Is that slang for something? Am I old? I don't know what that means. That's that's for that's for masturbating. Yeah. Oh, got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Am I am I old? Is that select for something? Is just yes, it is. That's, so what does that mean? Like, you know when you like, do the you do like this that back and forth motion. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> now. I was just like, I've never oh, heard that before. It's very clever. <laughs> like I, yeah, I giggle. So. That's funny. <laughs> but I was just I thought you were talking about real DJs, but you're not. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So whatever you're doing this Valentine's Day, we're just talking about love, not just romantic love, but love for your friends, love for your family, love for yourself, and love for your community. Um, and so it's going to be a little bit more not serious. It'll be lighthearted. It'll still be nice. Um, but we're just talking about just the different ways that we love. Because um, there's, there's more than one way. Um, to love there's a healthy way to love and a non-healthy way to love but there's more than one way to love in a healthy way so let's start with let's just start with the most generic one right let's just get out the way let's get out the romantic piece um about uh love how do y'all feel or with where we are now today individually and as a collective how do y'all feel about like romantic love and, and like and just romance in general. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this is really funny because I was just having a conversation about this earlier today. Um, I feel like it, as, as the single girl on the show, I feel like it's really important to say like, there's, there's a lot of weight put on like length of relationship um, and I think it's just like different seasons and different strokes for different folks. And so I think that there is really something beautiful about like meeting somebody and having a partner for a really long time. And you guys kind of going through your growth period together, but just like everything in life, there are pros and cons to that. And so it is very difficult to grow with a person for years and years and years. And so if you are not in a relationship right now, please know that like when it does come, there is a benefit to having somebody who's already a little bit more of a finished product um, mm -hmm. when they get to you. Um, and so, you know, hopefully they've learned some lessons and lived some life and, and you have as well. So when you do get together, it's okay. And so if you're kind of like not liking single singleness right now, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of beauty in that and so I typically tend to not be tripping over being single go 
figure your shit out and I'm gonna need you to be ready to go in a nice little bow when you get to me because not doing it. I love to hear it. And I and I think that's really important too, just to be like, uh, I know when um, I was uh, single and really enjoyed being single. And I think that's something that you really like, not just being, a, like not being lonely, but enjoy being just you for a minute and enjoying just casual dating. If you're dating or just not dating at all, just enjoying the space that you're in because from my experience in front of what I've seen with other people, um, if you are so eager to be in a relationship, when you get into one, you will excuse a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. in a relationship. You will excuse a lot of stuff that you, if you were happy while being single and then found somebody that did not, disrupt that happiness but added to it you would not tolerate as much so that's you know that one thing I think about a lot of times when I like I commend you Dana and I commend my friends who are single or who don't stay in things just to say that they are in a thing um that um is you know smart in the long run because you're not being fair to yourself by saying, well, let me just, I just want to not be single. Um, there's, 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 there's no fairness. Listen, there's, there's nothing wrong with just being single and being happy in the space that you're in. I tell my friends all the time, I want whatever's happy and healthy for you and whatever space that looks like, um, whatever that looks like. I just want whatever is happy and healthy for you. I just really look at my life of, and, and I said this to a friend, I mentioned this to Jelena a while ago. I have a friend who is just like so obsessed with like getting married and she's like, oh my God, I should be married by right now. And I just should have met my husband and we should be working on these kids and I want to be married. I want to be married and I want to be married. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a marriage, wanting to have children. I too also want those things. But I said to her, and she's very religious. I said, what if God came to you right now and told you that you were going to cure cancer, you know, clean up the water crisis across the world, solve child hunger, but to do all of that, you weren't going to get married. What would you do? And so just being okay and setting yourself up to have a full life regardless of what relationships looks like is just I think that's really important for all women um, especially now as they're stripping our our liberties away Um, have your safety net ready and when love comes it'll be great it'll be that much better exactly but have your rotation keep keep yourself keep yourself busy yes keep keep your rotation until you know have these niggas be hunker gaming for a while Mm -hmm. yep I stay busy killing each other off (laughs) <laughs> may the best man win literally have a lovely yeah. social calendar and then i come back to my beautiful apartment <laughs> and get in my big bed and go to sleep and i have a good old time hey, i don't blame you but no I, I agree with everything that y'all have said so far and just to kind of speak on dana's what dana has said earlier as the the resident long-term relationship yeah growing Growing with someone is is not for the weak. Whoa, is it not? Woo! Oh, 
And I'm about to say, to put it into perspective for our viewers who don't know, I have been with my boyfriend since I was 17. When you start putting numbers on things, you be like, mm. Mm. That's a long ass time. <laughs> it's a long time. You said it the other day. I said, damn, you've been dealing with that nigga for that long? Exactly. No, it was the other day. Well, I, I had visited home over the weekend. And I was like, I really don't want to drive. Like, this two hours is crazy. And I was on the phone with him. And I was like, I really must like you. I was driving two hours every weekend to come see you. You in love? Yeah, I said, oh, mm, I guess I really do like you. Hmm, okay. But yeah, it's not, it's not fun. And, like, the sad thing is, the college part of it was the easy part. It was once we got into adulthood, adulthood. like our mid to late 20s when things got hard because people are dealing with, you know, work and graduate school and a lot happened for us personally in the last, what, three, four years. So yeah. now, I always tell people it's not for, like I said, it's not for the week. And you really don't know someone until you've been through the worst of times mm -hmm. and that was it and y'all know what i'm referring to but like mm -hmm. i was like this is it like i don't he's not gonna recover <laughs> and i was like i don't know where this is gonna end but i gotta be there and be supportive regardless but we've always had an understanding of like whether this ends mutually or i done punched you in the face i got you like i ha i can't spend this much time with you and just write you off at the end of it but like I said, it ain't for the week, and people have their opinions because of how long we've been together. And first of all, to all the folks who keep telling me to get married, are you paying for the wedding? Thank you. Are you paying for this? I can't. Um, we can't. If you want me to ring up and do look, the long, if you want to pay for this engagement ring that I have picked out in my head, <laughs> if you want to pay for this venue and you want to pay for the dress, we will do it tomorrow. But because if we're really going to tell it, a lot of y'all be engaged with mm -hmm. airports around it. Okay? It's a lot of folks we know that was engaged and this suddenly wasn't. Engaged. Right. Y'all y'all love it. Engage, engage. I'm engaged. Are you engaged? Are you? Engaged, engaged in what? Now, even that, <clears throat> and I'm going to say this and it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. Are you engaged because he wants to marry you? Or are you engaged? Is this a shut the hell up break? Mm -hmm. Because right. it's two different things. Like, very different like let's be real but that's not that's not that's not why i'm here <laughs> but yes if you want to pay for the wedding you want to come babysit these children that you keep speaking of yeah but no but you like, know, just fall in like you said it, it the easiest i like i'll tell people it just let it fall let it happen let the, the you know the cookie crumble the way it does when relationships ebb and flow, you know, yeah. um, every day is not going to be a great day. We're making relationships sound horrible, but they're not. Like, they're not. No. They're not horrible, but they are no. work. And but I yeah, think people don't realize it's work. Like, I don't, yeah. I choose to like you and choose to love you every day. For as much as I like being single, like, I love love. Like, I think, like, love yeah. and relationships are a beautiful, beautiful thing, but... The reason why I tend to not be envious of other people's relationships is because they are deeply personal. Yes. And so it's just like you, 
I think everybody is so busy like aspiring for what other people have but like I romanticize love in the sense of like I'm looking forward to what that is going to look like for me I'm ready for somebody to meet me where I'm at I'm really happy for you that you have found somebody to meet you where you are at in your time and in this space in your life but it's not fair to me it's not fair to me to be envious of anybody else's situation, regardless of whether I'm in or out of a situation, because that is for you. Exactly. And I think, um, I'll say this love, like, like, like Dana said, um, and it's, it's a two, it's like two things can be true at the same time. Love is a beautiful thing. Um, I've been with my boyfriend, um, for two years um we've gone through a lot in these two years um Which is crazy because i feel like you just met this man <laughs> right <laughs> it is it's beating but it's like that and i feel like he's been around forever at the same time yep the same time i'm like what you mean actually y'all just got together in like july That's right i've known him but we've known him his our whole lives it's but also right. we met him right after undergrad both of those are false <laughs> those are <laughs> But at the same time, they feel like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, love is a beautiful thing. I've been with my uh, boyfriend for two years, and he some he likes to support the podcast and listen to it. Um, hey, Raheem. Raheem. Hey, Raheem. Raheem, don't get up on your big one. I'm about to go to <laughs> little, but I we like you though. Yeah, but don't be smiling, cheesing at me when you see this. I'm a real nigga at the end of the day. Anyways, listen. so. <laughs> But I do, I do love you. Anyways, so um, (laughs) (laughs) love is a house. Look at you see. But no, I in in behind closed doors, I am y'all know I'm a lover girl. Um. It's the water yeah. sign in you. It's okay. Air signs. I can't Love. even speak it. Sometimes I'd be like, why are you do why is your body doing this? Stop it. Stop it now. Stop it. My mind be like, stop with the stop doing the words from your mouth. You're keep right. I'm glad it's not just me, Lord. I'm an air sign. I can't focus enough to be in love for real. Gosh. <laughs> the wind has blown. I'm over there now. It was nice knowing yeah. you. We are together, aren't we? God damn. All right, hold on. <laughs> right. Sometimes I forget. Um, but I've been trying to say this for like the past five minutes. Um, love, I don't, I'm one that believes that love is work, but love should not be like hard, laborious. It's going to, at some point, yeah. there's going to be points where you have to really just like, all right, we're in this, like, we just got to get through this stage. Um, but overall, if you feel you are in a constant battle with your partner, you might need to reevaluate some things. Um, there, there are going to be times in life you're going to go through depression, you're going to be grieving, and you that's when you really see who your partner is. Mm-hmm. Like Jelena said, that's when you really see who your partner is. And those times where like a like natural disasters, act of, acts of God, grieving, financial ruin, that will let you know who your partner is really is if you get sick if they get sick mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and sometimes people people will surprise you and that's why when we talk, talk about love we'll talk about some other types of love 
that kind of because you have to have love in a um holistic setting you can't just get your love from one source that's unhealthy and it's not for the fair to the other person or to yourself because something happens then your source of, their source of love is gone um and that's for any source of love you cannot just have your mother's love you cannot just have your partner's love or one per one friend's love or or you know and, and you can't just do just do life alone we're not meant to do life alone you have to even if you don't have a partner, that's not the only intimacy that you need, but you have to have some sort of a holistic community of love. Um, I, I love being in love. I love having somebody. He loves me for me. I don't have to have to compare myself. I don't ever have to feel insecure. He's never made me try to question who I was um, or to change who I am or to enhance who I am in, in what whatever be, would be in his eyes you know what I'm saying um I, I can always feel safe um and even when I change in some aspects because of just life or because of what I want to do um but still be myself we move with each other in that and and vice versa um and there are couples that I admire I would say like I admired Lena and Dwayne right I've known them oh, since <laughs> I've known them since I was like, you know, 20 years old, which like sounds cool. Really? Probably like 19, actually. Probably that I'm like 18. Yeah. Probably like 18, 19 since I was, oh, God. Damn yeah, it. Like I said, when you start putting yes. real numbers, like I could be like, oh, we've been together for X amount of years. I'm to land and I'm like, they have been together for a while. Yes. And the three of us have been friends for a long a while. time. So I've known them for a I've known them for a long time. I've seen them grow together, right? And so I admire them. But because I am not Jelena, I've never wanted what Jelena had because that's what Jelena that's what Jelena exactly. has. Exactly. You know, and I tell my friends, like, y'all don't want Raheem. I want Raheem. Like, and people people have never been like, I want Raheem, because that will get you. Yes. Like I personally do not like people like, oh, does he have a brother? Does he have a cause now I feel like you're saying you want mom, like, no. No, I've heard when people say like, "Oh, you got yourself a good, oh, not a good man, but like, mm, I wish I had a man like that, bitch." I'll, I kill you. I get you. Don't. This girl tried to literally flirt with Dwayne in my kitchen, in front of me, and I was like, "I remember, Jesus, Jesus <laughs> if you love me, you will come down right now for divine intervention." Right. Yeah, Start the rapture like, right now. Start the rapture. Lena texted me black out. <laughs> you were texting me that day. It's the stories we could tell about poor Dwayne. Poor Dwayne. He just be, he be so oblivious. And that's the and Dwayne's been like he really be in his own world and girls going up to him and be like he be like please leave me alone. <laughs> but also it's like you don't even have the space to fuck up because it was like either oh. I'm at a function. Or no, really. Asha will pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> so I was at the party and I just saw Dwayne just want to let you know. It was yes. the time when we saw him at AGP. I'm drunk as a skunk. <laughs> this nigga walked by. When I tell you I've never sobered up so fast. So I said, boo, 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 boo. You know your man is out here at AGP? Yes. Yes. Uh, I always also, but I always make my presence known to Dwayne. Not only because like I'm not gonna just like keep tabs with him, but like, oh, that's my brother. Like, hey, how are you doing? Like, hey, bro. Like, what's good? Very like, much that. 
what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Ariana, what are you doing here? No. Because I'm not giggling. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> just just Jalina know so you're friends okay. like this. Cause that is okay. funny. Because I know you, you're a good person. You've never given me reason not to trust you, but the company you keep, I know the rest of these niggas. So what are so what are you doing here? <laughs> Did you get your permission slip signed? Look, right? You lucky he didn't go to Dose Day because we all would have been over there. So, so you know what? That actually, we're going to transition. That transitions us beautifully. And we can have this dating conversation another day, but that transitions us beautifully into our friendships, the love of friendships, of sisterhood, brotherhood siblinghood i one thing that i think is the strongest and best friendship is chosen family Mm -hmm. i mean of love is chosen family the people that you decide to do life with um no strings attached no romantic uh situations attached that um you know and sometimes like relationships friendships don't always last but sometimes but a lot of times the love is still there sometimes it's Mm not um but let's talk about um friendships let's talk about friendships oh i love y'all i mean yeah i I love my friends yeah like i just i am truly a believer of like your friends can be your soulmates in a way that your partner will not be to you and it's just like there is something especially as as black women like we talk about it but there's if you are like there is something that is so just deeply personal about like black women and our friendships and like when we look at like the friendships of black women in like our families and like things like that like they're just deep um and so like I just know that like especially at this stage in my life like I take my friends so serious like I don't like when y'all are going through anything it bothers me it keeps me up at night um just because like it's a support system in a in a world that just does not set that up for you in any way. And so to have people that you can like lean on that get it is mm-hmm. just so important. And it's just a way you will never have, I'm not gonna say never, but it's just it's a completely different type of connection as opposed to a romantic connection. It's just another level of support mm-hmm. it's a way that your your romantic partner will never know you um one thing that i've been very grateful for and this is a testament to friendship um and in this case particularly sisterhood right is um i'm gonna try not to cry during this um Aww. i think i'll be okay don't um please i can't take right i'm like please don't. <laughs> But I mean, this, this is the Valentine's Day episode, so this is this is boring. Mm-hmm. Cue um, Destiny's Child, girl. There's something so intimate about sisterhood and friendship. Um, I was raised by my mother's friends. Um, in this case, like particularly from college, um, and to see the way that they go up for each other how they have raised children together, how they have mourned together, how they have fought together, 
have they taken care of each other um is just one it taught me to be the girl's girl that i am today it taught me to be the the womanist that i'm i am today and how to lean on women and how to believe women and how to be you know who i am um and grow into who i am um this year in particular um it went a step further when the sisterhood became beyond death so my mom's best friend uh died christmas eve um and though for those who don't know um one of my one of my best friends who's like a, who's really like a cousin to me i mentioned her on the podcast a lot tyler that was her mother um I consider my mom and my aunt Edith still best friends today, just by the way that my mother talks to, talks about her. And sometimes I even think she's like talking to her, like just out loud. Um, the way that her and my aunt's sister, like her biological sister are friends. Um, and the way that they took care of her up until the, her, 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 her passing, her time and her transition. Um, it, really reinforced sisterhood for me at the strongest leather level. Um, my friend Tinny said the other day, we are our Northern stars when it comes to sisterhood. Yeah. I was like, Tinny, do not make me cry. Like we are the Northern star of our lives. Um, and that's the beauty of it. That's the, that's the beauty of friendship. And that's the, and even there are people who I don't even talk to today that if they called me up today, I would say, what do you need? Uh, and, but yeah, that to see sisterhood transcend death, to see friendship, friendship transcend death. That to me was the silver lining and so I just like y'all and my, and a lot of my, a lot of the friends that I have and my best friend, um, and just like the, the friends that I've made and, and I will continue to God willingly make in the future. Um, that to me is some of the most that you, some of the most important friendship that you can have. I think the beautiful thing with me and my, like, and how I feel about my friends is just like, I know that like you you guys show up for me and oh gosh now I'm gonna not get emotional. I'm fine. Look, I'm okay. I was doing like, I did very well. You, you did, did, you did a good job. I'm fine. I got it. I'm good. Um like you don't have to show up for me. Like there's no benefit. Like I think a lot of relationships that we have, you know, whether they're like whether it's right or wrong, it's not always a bad thing, but like relationships tend to be very transactional in a lot of settings. Like even with family, like there's an obligation there to show up for you. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a romantic relationship, like when you guys enter that agreement of like, we are going to be coupled together and partnered together, there's like an exchange that happens there. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that it's bad, but it's just, just, there's an expectation. But I feel like with, at least for me and with my friendships, like I don't expect my friends to show up for me, but you do anyway. And like, that is- so so important and it's like I don't ask for you to provide emotional support for me but you do it anyway and like that level of trust and like anticipating each other's needs but still feeling okay to prioritize our own needs when we need to is such a beautiful thing 
No, I mean, I don't have much to say, as I've said multiple times, you know, throughout us podcasting. Mm-hmm. I am in a transitional phase in this parts of my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, you guys are, yep, yep. Ever again. Y'all not, y'all not the family members twice removed. Y'all here. Yeah. <laughs> one time. I will never forget this. It was like a day and a half. No, literally. <laughs> she like, was going me. crazy. And I'm like, what did I say to Dana that made her like really like not respond to any of my Why texts? are you not talking to me? Pops <laughs> up. Are we good? Girl, <laughs> What's I, thought, wrong? I thought you was mad at me. I thought you were mad. Nope. Just had you accidentally blocked. <laughs> it wasn't even four, it wasn't even forty eight hours before I was like, "Yo, <laughs> no." But I appreciate that for you not to just be like, "Well, she ain't talking to me." Oh, oh well, mm-hmm. like I, I could have like, been in a ditch. You just gonna but... have to get over it because <laughs> whatever the problem. Nah, is. fact, y'all both of y'all know way too yeah. much. Okay. Exactly, y'all know way too much. Yeah, like you, mm-hmm. at some point, it's be like we can go to therapy if you would like. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Let's let's if talk not, about. You gonna, you gonna sign this NDA before you go because right. this is not what you about to do. But yeah, so for me, one way out of this relationship. Yeah. Who going? See who, you in hell. Like, right. <laughs> Who's gonna sing? <laughs> Lord. Mm. The no, like um, I don't know. For me, friends have always been uh, I'm not, I can say difficult because I am such an introverted person, like. I feel like, like, not like it's hard to make friends, but I feel like I just be getting, like, adopted. And I be like, oh. I told Dana, I said, I can make friends by being sarcastic and an asshole. But that's not everybody's jail. <laughs> so I'm trying to, you know, branch out, extend the family. But it's hard. I'm like, it's making really friends tough. as an adult is, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This is, like, this, this is a lot of work. <laughs> Exactly, like making friends, and I will say maintaining friends as an adult is hard as well, because like you, you guys have said, like everyone is going through their, you know, their own things, and you know, whatever life is thrown at them. But it also depends on how that person is dealing with those things that Mm -hmm. makes all the difference. So it's one thing to know someone is like you know actively going through a a trying time but to have no inkling and then just thinking like oh this person is you know not around for whatever reason that is a whole nother issue to combat so people's values change and sometimes the proximity and so their I would say their investment into friendships change a lot of a lot of times or you see people in certain lights after a while that you didn't think that you'd see them in and I think that is very very valid um in terms of like again friendships ebb and flow sometimes the friends that we thought would be there forever were not and i think there's a grieving process in that just like when you break up with somebody right um but at the same time i think that you know there are gonna be people that just are in your life forever oh yeah Um, and if they're not then you haven't found your forever friend yet that's all that means um, or and maybe you just like we all do. Maybe you need to do some self work. Just do some inner. Mm-hmm. All right, what am I? What am I doing? You know, what have I been doing that may not be productive in terms of being a, a productive friend, being a good friend? And I think, right. um, what am, am am I not giving folks grace? 
Am I not showing forgiveness? Am I showing too much grace? Um, And that's something that you have to decide for yourself. Um, You know, through therapy, through prayer, through, you know, you just, you have to figure that out for yourself. And I think that, um, and just be being vulnerable with your friends, like with any partnership, with any relationship. You just got to be vulnerable with people and, and and see how they react. You know, if you say like, hey, like, in a, and you don't have to be like mean about it, but just be like, hey, like, this really hurt me. Or, yep. can, we, can we talk about this? Talk about, talk about your childhood trauma with your friends. You know, let them really get inside and get to know all the parts of you, the ugly parts, the good parts, you know? We all talk about like the friends, like you have your friends that you party with and you kind of just keep them at that length. And you have your friends you will go on vacation with and you keep them at that length. You have your, you know, your good duties you, you stay in the house with. Like, um, and I think that's not, a pro- there's no problem with that. Um, but just when it comes to like your good, good girlfriends, don't be afraid to be vulnerable with them. Like in any relationship, vulnerability is ne- meant for intimacy and meant for you to be your full self in that relationship. The people you can call, and you both know, in tears. Yes. Those people, like, really nurture those relationships. And the last thing I will say on friendships, because then I'm going to really get emotional. If you are somebody who has moved away, it is really hard. Gosh, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I'm sorry. It's so hard. Like, I'm, yeah. When I moved to Florida, like, and I don't even think you guys really know to the extent of, like, I just felt so alone. And the fact that I've been here for almost five years and have like been able to really maintain like two friendships that are really important to me. Like, I don't think you guys know how much that means to me. So I'm just really grateful. I'm just like, I'm so grateful of like, cause I was, that's really scary. Like from, from a personal standpoint, when you have yeah. to make a decision of like you have to go somewhere for like your personal life but like when you depend on yeah. people and you have to like make a choice of like you know this like it's and even though like you know people can say what they want to say but it's hard to not be scared that like you're gonna lose something that's so important mm-hmm. to you especially when you're like fresh out of college and it's like these people have been my support mm-hmm. system for the past four years like what am I gonna do and just to feel like over the course of four years like nothing has changed with our friendship like is wild to me and it's like so deeply deeply like like I will just forever be grateful for that um to you guys and to the rest of my friends that I've been able to maintain so just like if you are somebody who has moved or has had to relocate away from like your safety network and you have really struggled with that like I feel you like on a on a on such a personal level like that first year here and then that covid year Mm -hmm. my god i just felt so alone um but like you know really be grateful and and something that i i wish i would have done a better job of it but i'll say it now like i wish i would have been more forthcoming with my friends about how grateful i am that they still like checked on me and like loved on me through that period and even when they didn't know that I was struggling like I really was um so I really really appreciate that 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 means a lot I'm trying I'm 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 over here trying not to uh love I was about to say what I say the day you before you left (laughs) 
You can't get rid of me. And we're stuck. We are all stuck. <laughs> all right. We're going to switch to uh, familiar love, family love. And um, this one can get really complicated, right? Because you cannot choose your family, right? Um, but you can also be very grateful for the family that you're given. Um, because family, at the end of the day, it influences you a lot. It makes you the person that you are. Um, it, and it affects your relationships that you have. And um, and the scope that you have on life, um, and on people. Um, so I just want to talk about like, just the, the good that comes from familiar love, but also like the challenges that come with families. Um, so yeah, I, um, let's start with the good. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, I know all three of us feel this way. Like your siblings, but let me tell you something. I love my sisters down. Like it is sometimes like <laughs> my sister will say something or like mention that somebody was just like mildly mean to her. And the anger that I feel in my heart is like, I got to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I got to calm down because like, don't tell me this unless you want me to come up there in a rage. Yeah. There's just like a shared life experience and so again same thing different to your friends like a lot of the re my friends accept me for who I am my sister knows intimately why I am the way I am mm -hmm. and so the fact that she understands that and it's probably one of the few people on this earth especially since we've lost a sister again trying not to cry for those of you who don't know my older sister passed away in 2019 like mm -hmm. that understanding that in our childhood and then what it's like to lose a piece of that is just like it really made us close in a way that we weren't before and if you had asked me prior to that I would have said we're super close um mm -hmm. but now like I talk to my sister probably every day like every other day at the least um and the way that I love her kids and my other my sister who passed away the way I love her child like it is just like it is truly one of those relationships and those bonds where it's just like, this is it. Like, I will die for these people. The fact that Jasmine is as old as Jasmine is makes crazy. <laughs> high school? High school? She was just in elementary school. Please stop she it. She just turned 17 on the 30th. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She's no, she didn't. She just no. turned 17. Why would you say that? Because... Dana and my niece are the same age. And so that means my niece turned 17 in June. Mm -hmm. And now I'm yeah. sad. I was like, putting <laughs> money in her. Hi, Jazzy. I love you. You better not be listening to this. You're not old enough. Oh my God. Yeah, Don't judge us if you are. <laughs> I wish that child would. Auntie has um, another and, life. <laughs> and I talked to her grandparents into taking her to get her nose pierced because, you know, <laughs> Aunt Dana is the best. But I was like, I put some money for her. Like I told her I would pay for the piercing. So like I put that money in a birthday card. It was filling it out. And it was just like, you know, I was there when you were born. And like me and my sisters are pretty far apart in age. So me and my, my middle sister, Dawn, who's got uh, one son, another one on the way. She's five years older than me. And my older sister, Ava, who passed away, was 11 and a half years older than me. And so like she was my mini mom. And so the mm -hmm. fact that Jasmine is now 17 is crazy to me. Like... 
Like, this is my kid, basically. And especially right. because, like, Gen X and my family are crazy, man. So, like, my niece yeah. and my nephew, <laughs> they, they look, look like me. <laughs> they look like me. And and truth be told, like... He knows your son, honestly. JJ looks more like me than he does my sister. Like, and it's Dana to the secret playlist. <laughs> honestly. They'd be like, who got, who's Dana these your kids? Yeah, they might as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and J- Jasmine, even like she did it when she was in middle school, but she's starting to look a lot like me again, and it's kind of freaking me out. Oh, I'm like, you look like me, but I don't have children, so it's crazy. But yeah, well, love my sister down. My brother is that's my Mommy. kid. I he has turned out to be such an amazing young man. Um. Ah, oh, God, I'm about to cry, too. Every time um, you say he's in college, I'll be like, that's a lie. Never. Right. <laughs> he's about to graduate. That's, that's, that's a lie. lie. That's really a lie. Let's graduate in May. That's I'm young, like 16. My mom told me the other day, we're not ready for him to... I, I, I Julie, I'm not ready for him to graduate. I'm young is in high school. What you talking about? He's a graduate college. He over there at Bowie High. I don't know what right. right. So, I I wanted a little sibling for the longest time, right? And you know, little brothers are just annoying. Them little niggas are annoying. I don't know. I don't, there's no other way to flip a dip or reverse it. Younger brothers are fucking annoying, and there's you know, they follow you around. They're stupid. They smell, right? Um, but. As he grew up as a teenager, I just watched him blossom and become such a good person. Um, and I would do anything for him. Anybody knows. If he needs $20 and I have $25, i am going to give him $20 and I will have $5. i am just so proud of him. Um, I don't think people understand, particularly when you are... When you have a young Black man in your family... And you see what's going on in the news. The panic that ensues. Um, um, and so sometimes it's a bit of if it's bit of, it's a bit of stress for me, I will say, because I want him to grow. I want him not grow, I mean he's grown, right? Semi grown. But I want him to be able to flourish in a world. And not have to continuously be af- be afraid of his life. Same for like any anyone. Like, cause women go through the same thing. Black women, of course, we go through the same thing too, child. But it, it's hard to digest when like a lot of, especially what we've seen and been right, where what we've seen so is a lot of like black men who just so. at the wrong place at the wrong time. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Um. But in terms of like like but in terms of like family, in terms of love, um, we grew up in a very complicated household, right? And I think we talk about family, talk about love. Um, we grew up in a very complicated household and that is something that we've had, that we're dealing with, that we've had to deal with, um, that we've gone to therapy for, um, but that we've always gone through together. Um, and that is a bond that I am 
just just so so just so 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 grateful for um and yeah i just you know you know my my, my brother and my mother are two of my favorite people in the mm-hmm. whole wide world same um, my brother my sister but yeah yeah i i yeah i love them everyone knows my mom's my best friend everybody everybody love my mama mm-hmm. That's my, girl. That's, my <laughs> That's my girl. That's my girl. Hey, Dana. Hey, Dana. She she loves my line sisters. Um, I love her. Yeah, she loves y'all. I love my um, friends' parents. Listen, Pam and Jack. Oh, oh yes, yeah, Mr. Mr. Jack. Jack. <laughs> Come on, then. We got to talk about Mr. Jack. Yes, I was about to say, so if you don't know, me and my sister are 12 years apart, so growing up, I'm not going to say we didn't have a relationship, not that I remember, I, she was in college by the time I was in kindergarten, so. It's different, yeah. It's different, like, we're not doing nothing mm-hmm. together, and she yeah, went to college the same in, in Atlanta, so for a good chunk of my life she was not like she didn't exist but she wasn't there like so we didn't have a relationship until well she moved back but even then again i was young in high school i'm not really you know it is what it is but until we got out of college and what i tell you i was with my sister every weekend for years like for at least four or five years before she moved and i was like i like I ne- like I never knew her as a person. As crazy as that sounds, like because our mom died, I always looked at her like my mom. So I'm like, I, I can't tell you the crazy shenanigans. Like you're gonna go tell dad, and then we don't want to know what's gonna happen with that. So no, we just you, hey girl, hey nieces, I'm gonna come play with the kids, and I'm out. And so growing, like once I hit my twenties, I'm like, you were really like my bff like ah, y'all know the wedding like everything that was going on with her wedding like y'all said when it come to my sister i was like jack was about to get it everybody everybody will fight all of y'all over her i was like everybody well i tell you i was like i will move the sun and the moon for her right now like y'all are not going to do this and now i'm going around so we're not going to do this (laughs) I, no, no, I, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Don't do it, don't do it. I refuse, but no. But I'm going to leave it short and say my sister is my best friend. And I tell her that all the time. I don't know if she really believed me and she feel like I think she think I'm just saying it. But no, if you're listening, we BFFs locked in. No switching up. It's That's real. I like, I don't think Dawn and I had a real relationship until adulthood and like I feel this way about my older sister Jelena I know you feel this way about your sister and Asha I know Ami feels this way about you like my I do not know how people function without an older sister exactly I'm like how did you do this without you you? how you how are you doing this right now because like you're the winged you you are really like and it's Uh. like the like again like your same thing like your friends they don't have to show up for you. You don't expect them to show up for you. They do. My sister, not only do I expect her to show up for me, she does every time. Every time, yeah. And then ex- expects no appreciation, no gratitude, 
and like none of that but now like as an adult like the fact that I get to show up for her is so meaningful to yes, me because yeah. I'm just like I can do for you now and it's like such a it's such a rewarding experience because it's like you have like given and given and given and given to me for years for not for no reason but just like just because and like I'm the youngest um and so I really like again love my parents down but I really feel like in a lot of senses like they forgot about me um and it was kind of just like there's somebody else in the house who will like make sure you learn it and then my other sister well she certainly showed up for me like a lot um and taught me how to do a lot of things I feel like really mostly because I was slowing her down but like I appreciate it now in adulthood like Dawn would look back at me and be like you're falling behind and I don't like that um and like for as fierce as I am and like for like how y'all know me as like the person who's like I'm always gonna stand up for myself and I'm gonna stand up for everybody else in this room and I don't care what needs to be said I'm gonna say it like that is all because of her like she would not let me be bullied and then she would cuss out my bullies and then she would yell at me for being bullied and like stop letting people pick on you like that stop letting people treat you like that because when I'm not here you got to do for yourself and like 110% like I am such a ball buster now because of her 110% that is fully totally because of her and because of Ava because they truly taught me how to just like show up and not care and the safety net of I don't care if I fuck this up because guess who's gonna fix it all my big sister like it gives you a power in this world that is like nothing else literally I could I talk to I tell my sister all the time I'm gonna quit my job and I'm just gonna move in with you and be your full-time nanny and she says okay and I know if I really and I know if I called her and really was like I quit my job and I'm about to just give up my whole life and just move in with you and start over she would just be like fine she would just let it happen which is crazy which is crazy she would ask me no questions yeah she would like that's fine can you watch the kids I sure can sure will you and that's just the beautiful thing. And I need yes. you to book the flight for me to get there. All right. Right. Put it, put it on the screen card. You know, we can get into the more complicated pieces of family just in terms of like family drama and trauma. But, um, parent, child. Parents. You have parents who were born in the 60s. Yeah. I'm if you have born in the 60s, um, as do I, um, let me just say this. Um, I ain't never met a stub a more stubborn generation than people who were born in the 60s. I ain't never met people who are just like, I'm gonna present all the evidence up to you as to why you're wrong. And they be like, mm, I believe what I believe. It don't matter. I don't really care. I'm gonna- <laughs> Yo, I'm that is the truth. I literally gave almost damn near a PowerPoint presentation to my dad about something one day, and he was like, you can't tell me that this not. And I was like, I literally just gave you all the facts. This is what I do for a living. And he was like, nope. Wrong. I love my dad. <laughs> Nobody loves me like my dad loves me. Like that right. is true. Like my dad is very similar to my sister, but in a different way. Like he is just that person who will show up. Like I truly I'll just about to dad. say that. But you know, like, you're, oh, you're no, that show. Mr. Don is <laughs> show up. <laughs> 
what? I owe, I owe my freaking life to your father. Let me just tell you something. If you need a ride, <laughs> if you need a ride, Don Matthews is coming to get you. It don't matter where you are. It don't matter what time. He's coming to get you. One time, we I flew from Florida to D.C., for, from Florida to Delaware, from Florida to Philly, me and Jelena drove from Delaware to DC for my birthday weekend. My friend Tasia, hey girl, if you're listening, her car, her rental car coming from New York broke down. My dad was like, does she need a ride? Are you going to go get her? You don't know her. I'm just cutting the grass. Where is she at? And he was like, I'm going to, let me just get in the shower and wash the grass. I'm going to come get her. Like, he will come get you. Like, I, I truly, truly love that about my dad. If you went to high school with me, my dad gave you a ride somewhere. Mm-hmm. If you was coming with me, Dana's dad is driving. He had a, always had a huge Durango. Everybody can fit. Yes. The the Aries dads, they they are something else, but they they love hard. Like, yeah. my dad, get, y'all love my dad. I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm joking. I don't see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I, I get it. I get the appeal. But that, like, my dad is really my best friend. Even though we bump hit, we've got, like, as a, like as I've gotten older, I'd be like, yeah, you was right. I, I can admit it now. It's gotten better yeah. as I've gotten older. But, like, but my dad, and he knows this. And he knows I feel this way about him. He is a pill. Like, he is just a tough person to, like, mesh with. And it's a little bit of that 60s. It's a little bit of that man. It's his way or the highway. And as a child, it was fine. But as an adult, like, it's that transition to adulthood that makes it really hard for a lot of parents, especially fathers. Um, And same with my mom. I love, you guys know, I love my mom. She's so silly. She's so nice. My mom is just one of those people. Honestly, Asha, you actually remind me quite a bit about uh, my mom. You guys are both cancers. Like my mom is just one of those people who's just like kind to everybody. And she walks in and has to talk to everyone. How are you? How's your granddaughter's cat? Like she's just that person, and I'm always shaky ass. Like stop talking to all these people. But she's just, and everybody just eats her up, and they just love her so much. Um, But in that, like as an as as the child of that, I've seen how people take advantage of my mom, and how she has overextended herself, and how that impacts her children. Um, And so there's a lot of like conversations and a lot of understanding that has happened in adulthood where I've had to like forgive her for some of the choices that she made my dad too um and so it's just it's very odd growing up with you know growing up and kind of reevaluating your relationship with your parents I think especially in the last two years I understand my parents in a way that I never did um yep so y'all know that me and my dad have a very complicated relationship and I won't go too much in on it but um it's, you know, on one end, I keep my dad in terms of um, vulnerability at a distance. I'm not very vulnerable with him. I just can't be. There's just, there's not room for that. Um, um, and with that, we have grown a bit distant in terms of that. But like I still love my dad very much. Um, have a lot of trauma in regards to him. Um, and honestly, I should bill him. <laughs> therapy girl 
Um, but I, I, my dad has some really good sides to him. I got my music taste from him. Um, I got part of my humor. For, I got, uh, even though I think I got most of my humor from my mom. My mom's a funny person. My mom's hilarious. Um, so but not my dad's pretty. <laughs> that lady is. We gotta, we gotta take our show on the road. Your mom is a joke. <laughs> we gotta take our show on the road for real. That girl is funny. She is hilarious. But um, that's why I'm like, I kind of want her on the podcast when we do "Am I the Assholes?" because she be having the funniest. Oh god, <laughs> we might have to have her guest star. We'll do yes. a parents on the show. That would be funny. Oh but, no, because um, y'all don't want Jack here. Yes, I do <laughs> actually. Jack. Yeah, we will get canceled. We're we gonna we'll have to censor yes. him a little bit. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to do some things in post. But some editing is good. editing is gonna be real mm-hmm. choppy that day. But you'll understand Listen, why. You know, if my dad's on the show, we gotta turn the volume down because he's gonna scream the whole time. Yeah, he has a very booming voice. Your dad is very intimidating if you don't know him. Yeah, he's he's he, really yes. harmless, but good yeah. God, like <laughs> he is a big teddy bear. My but he is, is a bear. He is a bear. Yes. Stocky and wears dark sunglasses and drives an all black car with tinted windows. <laughs> and like, you would think that, like, I was the daughter of a drug lord, the way he just rides around. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, your dad is a very, uh, your dad is a sweet person. But man, is that man intimidating? And he's not very smiley. No. 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 Actually, have oh. you seen him? I've seen him smile. I've seen he's pleasant. Right? <laughs> no, no, why he's pleasant. No, that's a fact. Yeah. I can't think of him smiling. No, I can't think of him smiling. He's simply but, just a pleasant person. No, right. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, you right. Get in. His aura smiles for him. Yeah, right. it's yeah. It's very he, much a like when you're in the club, you're in. Yes. But when you're not, you're not. But um. I should also say that, like, me and my dad, I feel like, you know, I see him as the human that he is and as the child of parents that traumatized him um, and that tried to do the best that he could. But just, like, again, like, your parents trying to do the best and them actually doing better by you are two different things. Yeah. Um, and they both need to be addressed. Um, 100%. You know, we have, we have our relationship. I know that he loves me very much and I love him. Um, could we be closer and do I wish things were different? Yeah. Um, but I'm very thankful for him. I love him. But, you know, I just, you know, it's one of them things, it's them complicated relationships um, that you just kind of just have to work through. That for, that for real for us the show. That's it, right. folks. <laughs> That's all she wrote. All right. We will take one more short break and we will be back with um, our question will be brief since Lord, the show is going to be long. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out thebougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode.
All right, we are back with our last segment, Ask Black Girl Roundtable. As always, if you have a question, a funny story, anything you want our reaction to, uh, feel free to email us at askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com or you can DM us on our social medias. So today, our question is, what reality TV show do you think you could win? And which one do you think you will be like the icon from? Like after the show is over, the people are going to be talking about you. Good or bad. Okay. This is fun. <laughs> and it could be past or present because I know some some of the good shows not on no more. Okay. okay. I think... So I'll start off in the dating show realm since this is the love episode. What? I think I, I wouldn't have won, thank God, but I would have been very likable on Flavor of Love. I think I would have been a fan favorite, like a Goldie or somebody. Like I would have been, I would have been well liked. Like people be like, yeah, she was cool. She didn't need to be with him. She didn't really want him, but I liked her. She wasn't a phony. Um, I think I would be the, I would be a great contestant on The Bachelor. I would be like the black girl who would make it to the final three. You know, I'd shake the table a little bit. I think that I probably could win Big Brother. Mm. I think I could win Big Brother. Now, Big Brother is very fickle, but I feel like if I play the game just right, I think I could win Big Brother. Fair. Um, but if not win, I'd be so memorable. I think I give you memes on memes on memes, sayings on sayings on sayings. If anything, definitely memes and reactions. Because I feel like my reactions to stuff be without even trying. I think my reactions to stuff be very funny. Um But to like if I think I like I'm like for out of a shadow of a doubt, I would win. With me in games, I don't like, I hate like competitions and stuff like that because they be so fickle. And people who I want to win don't be winning. Yeah. Um, I think I could possibly win Love Island because I'm a very romantic person. And once I'm with somebody, I'm like with them. And I, I feel like, and I could also like make people think, oh, they're so cute. So I think I could win Love Island. I would lose so hard. I'm losing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Because as soon as I even have an inkling that you might be interested in somebody else, I no longer care. Screaming. I'd be like, oh, word? <laughs> I feel like I have the same plan. So like, even if I'm like, oh, okay, I, I'm such a, we're such a lovely couple, he would be like, dang, I wish I had somebody like Asha. Here's your chance. And yeah. also, I'm not, if there's even a chance that I'm going down bad and I'm looking sad on TV, you're not embarrassing me. I'm losing. They'd be like, Dana, why did you say you hate him? Because he was embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd rather die. No, I understood. I feel like I will personally win lip sync battle and I will give you a mm -hmm. legendary performance. That's a good You just gotta pick the right song. Mm-hmm. As far as like real like competition, reality competition. I don't know if you ever seen The Mole on Netflix. 
So it's pretty much like they go on like little missions and whatnot, but there's somebody that like unknown to the group, like they're in the group, but people don't know, but they're there to sabotage the, the plan. Okay. Like I would be great at this in either role because hey, I notice everything. Like you could like breathe the wrong way and I'd be like, it's you. Mm-hmm. It's you. But then I'm also like, nobody is paying me no mind. I'm smaller than the rest of the group. I just, you know, sneak my way around. I'm quiet. I got this. I can sabotage the fuck out of y'all. So I think I will win that. And then yeah. if I could go back to the early 2000s, your girl is going on real chance of love. And I'm going home with chance. I don't chance. Care. If you go, love, if you real. 2000 and Fame whatever Delina was obsessed with that man. Now, mm-hmm. granted, adult Delina definitely will go with real. I was you always know, a real girl. Okay. I was, was team <laughs> chance from the day he stepped foot on I Love New York. If I was going to get with a stallion there, it was going to be real. I don't know. It was so, baby, you always say I like the ones that look like they will ruin my life. So that you is do. very oh on God. brand. You do. I no. didn't want the wholesome brother with Listen, the lo- with the long, luxurious locks. <laughs> everybody in this, gr- in this group has a type, okay? Jelena likes men, whether or not they will. She likes men that look like they will ruin her life. Case in yeah. point, exhibit A. Asha likes a brother Yay. who looks like he's got his life together. Like he's very sensitive. Like he, li- he you know, Asha likes men who look like they listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. She likes men who look like they listen. Yeah, look, yeah, look friendly. Mm-hmm. And I like men who look like they're employed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Screaming. So one last question for y'all. What reality show mm. would we win as a unit? I don't know. Where all three of us have to go as a group. Hmm. I'm trying to think. The Amazing Race, probably. When, when they be like, yeah. As soon as they be like, run. Maybe. <laughs> I, I think we get the clues very, very well. But yeah, the the. The physical part? We would solve the running through. We call run through the Himalayan like, mountains. <laughs> they would be like jumping this pool <laughs> of what? Maybe, okay, so maybe not uh, America's. Uh, as soon as we have any challenge with water, me and Jelena out. <laughs> Immediately on the bench. Oh, immediately out. Mm-hmm. Or if we gotta like do something with height involved, I'm the tallest one. No, no, that's a that's a no bar. I am five foot three and a half, and I'm, I'm the tall. <laughs> I'm the tall one. I think we may be able to do Shazam. Maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, we could do that. We could do I that. Shazam. We could do yes, that. yes, we could do that. You know what I think we would what we would eat up what we would like immediately eat down we would put the show out of business if we was the judges on the mass singer oh yes yeah oh yes i we don't have who who they are yes 
Yes, and, and oh, I yeah. Think you I, who it was when they he got up there, he sang them first three notes, and they were like, "I don't know who this is. This is Jesse McCartney." <laughs> and then my sister was like, "Dana, how do you know that? How do you not know that? Right? It's, it's Jesse McCartney. I knew this. I was like, so Jesse McCartney. Great, thanks. I knew it Jesse was Nick McCartney. I knew it was Nicholas J. Tony Braxton. I knew it was Nicholas Jay. Like. They was like, who is this? When no, um, when I it, it was driving me crazy when people when like Faith Evans was on and they were like, who is this? I'm like, fucking Faith Evans. What are you doing? And Robin Thick, you need to be fired because as an R and B you need to lose your job. That's what I'm saying. Robin Nicole between Robin and Nicole, I just be, be so like, you y'all just why. Even when Todrick Hall's messy extra ass was on there, I was like, I know that's Todrick Hall. Now Todrick had Todrick had me for a while. I, I thought wanted he was him to win that season. I really um, did. I finally got him, but for a while I was like, this is Duran Bernard would have done more theatric with his voice. When that's what I thought. The bull had a lot more like movement, and I was like, that's Todrick Hall. Mm-hmm. Once he really started getting into the choreo, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. My my ones that I was the most proud of was I got Wiz, I got Wiz mm-hmm. Khalifa, I got Tiana Taylor. I knew it yeah. was her. Yeah. I got, yeah. Tiana I got Tiana Taylor immediately. And it was blowing me that they was like, we right. don't know who it is. Good. No and one sounds like her. One. Oh, Tamara. I knew it was her. Or Tia. I knew it was her or Tia. And I was struggling to figure out which one, but I knew it was one of the two of them. Well, on that note, we are going to end this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. And again, we hope everyone enjoys their Valentine's Day, no matter who they are or are not spending it with. Um, If you enjoyed this episode of the show and you don't have Valentine's Day plans, go ahead and spend some more time with us and listen to all the other episodes of Black Girl Roundtable that are available to you. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast, follow us on socials, and of course, share the show with anyone that you might think enjoys it. Um, And of course, leave us a rating because it really, really helps us out. I see you guys on Spotify who are leaving us ratings. I think we've got almost 20 ratings on there now. Thank you guys so much. Like, shit is it. Um, That is all we have for you guys, and we will see you next time. See you next time.